0: Welcome to the horror supernatural chop shop chopping up the good the bad the insane movies tv shows of the horror and supernatural genre with games trivia facts and more hello everybody welcome to the horror supernatural chop shop yes it's episode 12 and I am one of your hosts, Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, also known as Zach, T-H-S Chop Shop. And I'd like to pleasantly introduce you to my ghoulish co-host, the amazing makeup artist, Evo Pris.
1: Hello, how are you doing tonight?
0: I am doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing just fine. things and... around.
0: Yeah, and you know, and uh, tonight it's going to be a fun episode, everybody who's listening in the next few days when we have this published, because we're reviewing, I think, between Abel Priss and myself, one of our favorite classics from the childhood, <laughs> right?
1: I was about to say the third one I like, the, the third one is my favorite out of them, but this one was still badass.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the third one I 100% fell in love with um, when I was a teenager for a lot of reasons. But yeah, we're going to go into what we're reviewing tonight. So we're reviewing that classic, awesome 1985 film, The Return of the Living Dead. Woohoo! Yeah, zombie talk, people, zombie talk. And I just wanted to say, you know what was really awesome as... I was remembering how I, I watched it again earlier today. I remember seeing like two years ago, the documentary about the film called More Brains. And I was like, and that's when I learned about a lot of the cool facts I had to talk about tonight.
1: Where did you see this special documentary?
0: It came out like it was like straight to VOD like in 2011. And Whatever. I I you know any app that you have that you can get the stuff. I had a feed, I watched it, it was amazing.
1: So you could find it find it off of an app?
0: Yeah, you can find it like on anything that has streaming services. Yeah, let's look for it. It's called, you know, again, more brains. And it's the re- it's like a return to the living dead, it's called a return to the living dead.
1: Uh That literally sounds so corny, but so
0: great. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about the success of the film because it did get it did actually receive a lot of success, you know.
1: Any kind of zombie film back in the day got success because it was a new concept.
0: Yeah, but this one was like this movie actually introduced a a boatload of new concepts. For instance, first movie where like you couldn't kill the zombie by shooting it or in the head, you know.
1: Or what yep. Yeah, they could.
0: No, you couldn't kill you couldn't kill the zombie. The only way to kill a zombie. You gotta burn them to their ashes.
1: Oh wait, yeah, I put <laughs> sorry, I ended up totally mixing that up for a second. My bad.
0: It's <laughs> nah, cool. Like that was such a cool fact about the movie. It was also like the first movie after um, you know, our great Romero, rest in peace, after he did Dawn of the Dead in 1978 from his original classic that inspired everything. Night of Living Dead 1968 like we got this in 1985 and this was like this one-off this is like a new director a new team coming in with like love and appreciation respecting Night of Living Dead which is so cool to like us horror fans
1: I mean I haven't seen it so I can't really sit there and say I agree because I have not seen it so
0: you haven't seen what
1: about that
0: No, the the return of Living Dead we're going to like review. I'm talking. I
1: thought you were just talking about the documentary.
0: No, no, no. I'm saying the return of Living Dead is that movie where like it brought us to a point where like we did not get to see anything since 1978 from Romero that was a Night of the Living Dead kind of movie. We after that. Okay.
1: Again, like I said, I totally thought you were talking about the documentary. So you were not very clear about what which one you were talking about
0: apologies there no uh, the documentary i definitely would like you to see one day i won't review that documentary it's so good
1: as soon as i when i find it and access it i definitely will be watching it any kind (laughs) of documentary i like to do
0: yeah i I love these horror documentaries where they actually dive in and talk about like the hardships of what they had to go through to make said film
1: well a lot of it even now is sometimes a lot of mickey Mousing and trying to figure out your plan A, B, C, or D. So,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah, and all departments, all departments have to work so closely together to make such a, a good film on us, a budget nowadays. If you don't got a big studio behind you and you want to make what you want to make, you got to just really be on there twenty four seven.
1: Yeah, and you have to do a lot of crowdfunding because people can't do that shit for free anymore.
0: No, I agree. But I mean, before we start the re- the review of our great uh, movie that we're I'm, I know we're both happy to review, uh, let's start off with our first sponsor, and it comes from the again the authentic family over at TG, TGE Collectibles, which is a family owned collectibles retailer that focuses on horror and music items. But also helps get the best items customers have been thriving to find. So you contact them, you have to know an item, they might find it for you. Uh, this week I have a really cool item I want to talk about. It's this for the horror community and especially it's a texas Chainsaw massacre 1974 Leatherface face Artex statue and it's honestly the coolest gift one can give to like their horror loving friend on any occasion and also my personal design 12 eyeliners are sold on their website that's so they support me as well so that's great and you can contact them anytime on their instagram at tge collect uh tge company And you could find them anytime as well on their website. So they're a great team to really contact. They're always a part of helping horror collectors find things. And also leave them comments on their Instagram, which is TGE Collectibles, and they'll get back to you. And use our promo code THS underscore (laughs) shop and you get a 10% discount off all your purchases. So... Check them out. And now we're going to be entering the zombie eighty zone, guys. Oh,
1: <laughs> God. You're so fucking corny. I know.
0: That's <laughs> corny. Well, well, we're going to talk. We're talking about a movie that was made in 85. They- there were several corny scenes, but they were fun. No, you
1: know? I-, I get that. You're just, I'm just saying in general, you're so corny.
0: And you're so funny.
1: Uh, sure. <laughs>
0: All right, so, uh, no, no this, when did you? let me ask you, when did you, Evil Press, first see The Return Living Dead?
1: Uh, when I was eight.
0: Yeah, I was around, like, six or seven. I saw it.
1: Wait, I, wait, no, 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 when did it come, came out in 85, 85, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I was about eight. I had to think back for a second, because I was like, wait, was I 10, or was I, yeah, I was about eight.
0: It was that time where everybody had like a parrot that, like, like for, me, it's for me, I'm going to be honest, I had a horrible father that was like, hey, let's watch cable all day. And it was on HBO a lot of the time. So I watched it and I was like, what the hell? This is amazing, you know?
1: I was about to say, that doesn't make your dad horrible. My dad would take me to the video store and let me rent any three or four horror movies I wanted, and he never told me no.
0: But would he take you to a movie and leave you there, and when it's over, he comes and picks you up because he was out there
1: Uh, doing the business? I'm sure if I had asked him back in the day, he would have had no problem. But (laughs) I never actually sat there to ask him, can I go to a horror movie alone, because he would go to watch the movies with me. So, no.
0: There you go. All right. So I I loved seeing this movie constantly, and uh, it it just brought my love. This is like what a zombie movie was in the '80s when people were trying a little bit different of stuff, and you had a culture of punk rock in cities and everything. This is like the punk rock horror movie of all time, you know.
1: I was about to say. uh, I mean, yeah, I guess though they were all like punks but i wouldn't call it like the punk rock thing of zombies (laughs) the whole concept of movie was pretty punk rock type concept
0: yeah but in this one this is the first time we ever heard like the zombies just constantly say i want fresh brains i need brains you know (laughs) like brains 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 it was constantly heard in the whole movie it was like what the hell's going on
1: no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I just not sure what you mean by like the punk rock of a zombie movie.
0: Well, like you had that.
1: Really... I'm basically asking you to like re like emphasize with me on what you mean by that.
0: Well, I, I really consider, and I think many people consider who I've talked to as a '80s zombie punk rock classic because not only do they have like characters dressed as punk rockers, but the soundtracks alone to me is so impressive in an 80s film that at the time was more like well, it was radio play music and this movie had surfing dead by the cramps I, that's one of my favorite cramp songs and then you had like the damned on the, in the movie you had 45 grade in the movie like these really obscure like like really horror pop like horror bands this on the soundtrack with these punk rocker kids that were just chilling in a car with characters named trash and suicide and people like that, you know?
1: Yeah. I was about to say, I'm not going to lie. I, and I'm probably going to have like so many people give me so much flack, but I fucking hate punk music.
0: Ah, well, like in in this time though, I totally, this is the time where like that punk music scene, was growing in the '80s, so I, I mean, you, I don't have to. You don't have to agree with the whole world. No, I'm not gonna hate you for that. Well, you know, I, I the Damned, I I love the Damned, and I love a lot of these bands. But these bands, you never hear them in the '80s on like a like a radio. You'd have to go to like your obscure bar to hear them on something. You'd have to go to the, your your friend's house to hear them play them in your car. And a lot of these other bands. So like the the living like the whole return of the Living Dead really concentrated on bringing us fun zombie looks um bringing us fun actors like we got like miguel Unias, who like the, the one of the okay, guys but
1: was, that, was that your explanation of what you were just talking about a minute ago you just totally jumped subject
0: oh no yeah it's it's punk rock to me because they did everything in the punk rock is like just doing it and they define chance to punk rock music being heard in theaters and this was a movie that actually Roger Ebert reviewed and gave it like almost a perfect score. And big movie reviews on national television were like, uh, we, we, uh, we love the fact they include punk music. Well, they named the set they named punk music in their reviews. That gave punk music artists a chance.
1: hmm Well, and yeah. I, so, like, literally, I that's what I just, when I was asking you about it, I wanted to hear your take on it and why you had considered it that. And you just answered that question. So, Bravo
0: thank you very much yeah but i mean some of the bands were a little deaf rocky and at that time nobody knew what deaf rock was in america really so i i love the fact that the director dan o'banion like this if you watch again i didn't know much about this dude until i saw the documentary like he loved this kind of music and he went in there and he wrote cool characters and then he introduces this, like Tom Matthews. Tom Matthews is the '80s horror god to a lot of people. He's been in like two of the Return, The Return of Living Dead, The Return of Living Dead Two, Friday Thirteen Part Six. You know, he's been in a great bunch of movies in the '80s. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you got to
1: appreciate that kind of stuff. So you and have I, to appreciate.
0: Yeah. So I. I so sorry, uh, listeners. We're gonna go into it now. Movie, again, we're not going to give the whole movie away, as Evil Chris really made me understand. I'm going to just give a a little bit, then she's going to go into some stuff. I I just love how the movie doesn't really give a title, like like some of the movies I love, until like you get into the whole area of the medical supply warehouse in the 80s, where Freddie, which is played by Tom Matthews, and, and his new boss person, Frank, is trying to impress him and accidentally goes down there and, and unleashes the toxic gas in one of the like the barrels and he's like yeah that's that that's a, the cadaver and he, he keeps rolling the thing like i wouldn't do that it's been down there and okay, all this... i'm gonna
1: say right now that's fucking retarded when the guy's just like oh is it okay and people when you go down to a fucking basement and you see literally a fucking barrel of, like, toxic shit...
0: Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. You just got to say all your piece. So I'm saying mine now. So, I'm just going to say right now, don't sit there and say, oh, is it is it poisonous? Is it toxic? And when the guy is literally sitting there slamming down... By the way, when he's slamming down on that fucking barrel, the area that he's about to slam down, you can tell the thing was like fucking rotted and it wouldn't take much to fucking open that shit up. Just going to say that.
0: No, I wasn't going to interrupt you. I was going to say, when they look in there, like you said, 100% agree with you, you saw the face of a dead cadaver thing in there. No, that's
1: not what I was talking about. I'm talking about when he went to go hit the barrel, the area where he was hitting the barrel. You could see that it literally was fucking rusted through. Like, the thing was about to fucking, like, collapse on just the slightest little fucking hit.
0: My amazing co-host. I'm going to say this to you right now. You're talking about the second movie. No, I'm not. Yeah, because what they do is the guy brings brings Freddie downstairs and shows them what they've been keeping for all these years. He keeps pulling the yeah, liver. This is
1: what happens when I get too stoned and watch? Then, like, oh. off and throughout like the week. So
0: it's it's okay, but like, no, we're talking about the one where they go down and the guy shows Freddie, like, oh, we've had this for years, trying to impress him, and he just keeps doing that, and you know, he says, "Want to see? Want to see them? The corpses." and when they go see the fucking corpses yeah why do you want to show why do you want to see corpses first of all in that thing but then you're going to keep turning the thing you want to open the thing up and t- touch the corpse why are you doing it why are you doing that you know
1: i know i i don't know I, I all right never mind i am still talking about the same movie but never mind we won't get into who's wrong or right but that's okay
0: <laughs> okay but uh well
1: i like i literally could like swear that the barrel ended up getting broken open because the guy slammed it too hard and the gas got released and freddie and the other guy inhaled it and because they had fucking left that corpse in the freezer some of the gas got through the fucking freezer 100 percent,
0: the second part because they're the same two actors in the second movie okay yeah this this oh, one is
1: I still don't, I, okay
0: anyway this, this I, one this, on. yeah this one they just pull it, the gas comes out they fall asleep when they wake up there's nothing inside the containers anymore and that's when they start getting sick and what should we do and they call the boss the boss comes back and basically berates them and as they're walking around you see these great scenes of like the butterflies on this thing, kind of coming to life again. You, you, a cadaver, a cadaver comes out running. They have to cut the cadaver's head off. The, the body's right, still so running. This is, uh,
1: this is a this is an announcement right now. Don't, still trying to watch like all the different movies at
0: once. For <laughs> P. That was a PTSC. That was a P uh, PSA right there. I love that. I
1: was about to say. <laughs> No, not gonna say, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and, and that's like I, what's really good about this movie is it keeps like that character group here, and then it keeps us with these punk rock kid friends of Fre- uh, Freddy's and his girlfriend Tina, and and just the coolest names ever. Spider, I remember Trash. And you got names like Chuck and Casey and Scuzz. Scuzz, I can never forget that name, Scuzz. It's like, like, that's a cool character name, you know? Skuz.
1: That's like the dumbest fucking name ever.
0: No, in the 80s, you have to understand, there's probably like a bunch of kids. I
1: don't have to understand anything. I grew up in the 80s too, dude.
0: No, no, we weren't like the teenagers in 85, though.
1: I know, and I still think that's the dumbest fucking name ever, but
0: that's okay. Yeah, and <laughs> that was the thing. They were, like, they were doing that, like, punk rock real crap there, and but then, you know, I'm going to let you, after I say one thing, I want you to talk about because I know you probably met her at a convention or something, Leanna Quigley as Trash. Like, I remember seeing her playing Trash when she gets naked and going for Freddie, and she's doing her dance like the damn music and she's literally dancing completely naked that was like the ideal scream queen for so many young boys growing up in horror like history i gotta say
1: well they needed to find somebody with a tight body at the time so did,
0: did you ever work with her or meet her i would would i would have thought you would have met her at one point uh
1: i met i met the girlfriend oh you did yeah, I met her at a con when I had a booth. Uh, I got to talk to her for a few minutes, and I asked her actually how she felt about that part where getting the other chicks getting naked and everything like that. I said, "How do you feel about that?" And she actually even said, "I'm not gonna lie." She like she said it was it was I was you know not used to that at first. She was very honestly, she fits her character. She was she was very nice. But you could tell she was just kind of like, she got a little blushy when I said like, so what'd you think about like the naked one walking around all the time? <laughs> just joking around, <laughs> I the guy I slightly embarrassed her.
0: Uh, well, you know what, that, that's fun. That's fun to do at cons and whatnot. But like, I think she, Le- Leanna quickly has one of like the most iconic lines in this movie I like so many posts on Instagram all the time when people meet her at cons. And she's talking there in the cemetery, like laying there and she's like, you ever thought about getting murdered and how? And then she's like, "How?" And I'm, I'm scared about like a bunch of guys just eating me and eating my flesh off. And later, little do you know, later in the movie, her character gets killed the way that she's talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she got to be able to die the way that she wanted to. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's like that to me. Like that was just like this movie must have been so much just like fun going on because all these actors I don't think anybody had a bad time filming this even when they fell in the mud scenes and whatnot they, they probably had a good time became good friends
1: uh, most pro- film projects that's what happens so uh, you know
0: we uh, you know, sometimes but um yeah as the movie goes on after like after Freddie and Frank like uh, you know get that gas onto them they later discover that they're becoming rigor Morty's Like, they're dying. They're gonna be zombies. They're gonna be dead quite soon. And the girlfriend's like, I'll stay with them. I'm like, alright, if your hubby is officially gonna be like, in maybe ten minutes, a full-blown zombie, and they're locking you into a room, what's your senses on that?
1: Oh, I would need him to fuck me one last time at least.
0: No, but he's like, he, he can't. He's like literally, shit.
1: He's no, 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 I'd make it happen. Whoa,
0: I think that you could be in the remake and be Lee in a quickly's part. Then.
1: I could make 10 minutes. <laughs> you, <could do> <laughs> you asked me what my real take was. I on know,
0: I, I love it, I love it, I love it. But uh, okay, so with them becoming zombies like the remaining members of the gang uh, by the way like the, the one that's called what's his face the that not the the main guy who's in the group is like no one understands me man that dude is so killed the fucking coolest way I gotta say like the other the, the actual real Mohawk dude in the movie and he like he goes down like the one he's like the, he's the guy who drives the car in the movie he's he goes they all go down there to try to find Freddy, and they got my favorite zombie in the 80s, the tar zombie. Yes, the tar man zombie. Fuck yes. Yeah, who introduces brains. Love brains. Yeah. He just bites right into this guy's head. And I'm like, yes.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that. <clears throat> Wasn't he, he trying to, like, hear what it was saying? And that's, like, because he was, like, bending down or whatnot.
0: Yeah, like he, he just went in. He, 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 like, he took a sheet. Head. Like, he was, the tar, the tar man zombie was, like, behind something, and this dude, like, he pulls, like, suicide, I think his name is, he pulls the sheet down, and all of a sudden, the zombie, which is, like, one of the best designs in horror history that's run by a puppeteer, and one it's the most expensive part of the movie, by the way, it's like, that zombie bites right into his head, and you literally get to see a close-up of him that zombie biting into the skull and everything, you know?
1: Yeah, it definitely was a crazy little, it was definitely like a crazy scene as it's happening because that, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to be bitten in the head. No. He must, have, he must have had a real headache after.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: I'm Somebody... going to be the one to like do the stupid mom joke. Like hey.
0: I just got to say, a lot of these talk show hosts got to be ready for you because they might take their job soon. No, most likely not. But like, yeah. So going into the movie more now, like, what? It's so it's so amazing how the movie just keeps going. It literally does not stop. And the now the remaining people, first they contact the EMTs. They get eaten alive. More EMTs. They get eaten alive. They call the cops. They get eaten alive. (laughs) It's like there's no one helping you guys at this point you know so it's it's like in that scenario i love how like respectful it was to, like romero in that like way you know it was very it was they really did give a lot of cool things like such as it was the cemetery is called resurrection cemetery you know and the first the zombie like this is the first movie where a zombie film went shouting when a zombie is shouting out and talking like remember there's so many scenes where the zombies are actually saying things in this movie. I'm like, what the, you know, yeah. that was that was awesome that they used in other <laughs> things. Bless you. Excuse they, me, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: they used that in so many mm-hmm. other things going forward, but never credited this movie. Because if you really look at this movie, they gave that to a lot of these other movies.
1: Well, I was about to say I don't I don't think there was any movies after that for like a long time at least where zombies were talking that I think that was the only movie I'd seen in so long that had like them having like the verbal language
0: no I think uh, I, I, thinking about it what you just said I think I'm going to be 100 with you and say yeah I think that was they gave they had balls and they did that uh, even the the sequel to that movie different director they didn't do that and yeah. Hey, say,
1: I don't remember them doing that and anything like that of having it be evolutionized like that.
0: No, and it was just the fact that even cooler things you you can't you have to like burn them to ashes, like you know everything nowadays. You watch zombie wise, you got to like cut the head off or blow shoot in the brain or something, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty typical and standard at this point now of uh what they have i don't know there's there's zombie movies now where half of them are just fucking terrible now
0: Uh, yeah i just don't think that people are making these zombie movies at what you're saying this current decade now this current year this current stage where they're like yeah i was inspired Romero. No, you, you could tell this guy Dan O'Banion was inspired by Romero in 85. Or they made they, I mean they filmed it in 84. It was came out in 85. But like these new zombie people, uh, unless you get it and you make a movie off a novel like you know Warm Bodies, you know, is good. That's a whole different take.
1: Good, Warm Bodies is fucking awesome. Don't even fucking say that
0: it's just good. It's awesome, yeah. And that's a different take on zombies. But no, but
1: even then they weren't even even then like they weren't verbal at first until they started to kind of like come back to life slowly.
0: No, 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 I'm saying that's a different take on the zombie culture. Yeah. But when when it comes to straight up like R-rated zombie films, you don't have someone coming in and be like, you know what, I love lighting the living dead i love dawn of the dead let me really try to make romero's soul and have like wherever he is like proud of me and do something throw in a of music
1: do it not everybody wants to do it that same exact way though so i will say that is a definite challenge because not everybody wants to actually do it exactly like romero did it
0: you know, and then we—I don't know what to say. I, to me personally, I'm always going to say Romero is the zombie god. To me, like he.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not. Den- I'm totally not denying what you're saying. I'm just saying that there's like so many people now where there are some people where they just they want to be able to have their own take on it in a way, their own spin to it, and quite honestly, if. Romero was alive today I'm sure he would at least appreciate the effort that people make when they're trying to actually do some kind of creative zombie movie unfortunately a lot of them you know have fallen to like the waste side because they're just never they're not going to be as good but I don't know like I said I'm not really a big fan of like any of the newer-ish zombie movies that they've tried to come out with
0: yeah, I, I really can only name you one that I probably, mind. I liked. It was the Jim Jarmusch movie, when The the Dead, whatever. It was like the Jim Jarmusch movie came out a few years ago, with Bill Murray and Adam Driver, Chloe Sabini. It was a Jim Jarmusch movie, so it was very indie and very fun, and it was very cool. That's the one I liked it. Oh,
1: that... I haven't, I honestly, I didn't get to finish watching that movie. I know the one you're talking about
0: yeah it like, it was it was a good movie it was jim jarmusch really and he threw in a lot of romero lines like really respecting because he he really respected romero and he threw in a lot of romero right now, i'm gonna
1: say right now though i fucking hate adam driver
0: oh i i hated adam driver since i saw i, I hated girls because of adam driver
1: no i liked that show no i, I hated it because of him yeah. i
0: really did i really did because of him He he annoyed me so much
1: well, he was always whining and annoying in that show. I never paid attention to him. I just...
0: I'm, I'm tall. I'm hard. I'm crying. Why? Oh, boo me! You know.
1: <laughs> That's how pretty much all of them were in that show. He just <laughs> was one that he was just annoying about it. Everybody else, it was just funny.
0: Yeah. All right. So we. I think Adam Driver. That movie is really good. But like, even like, and I want to say go back to this in the Return of the Living Dead. Like, one of the first lines that when he tells Freddie, uh, it was, it was, I love this line. I, I wanted this hat, this line tattooed on me at one point. Did you see that movie? He, he stops. You know, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> it's like, wow, way to respect Romero in this and give him a nod. And that was so cool that they did that in the beginning.
1: That, you wanted to get that tattooed on you? <sighs>
0: Yeah, it's a fun little quote. It's like it's like it's one fun little thing. Yeah, if zombies
1: ever happen, I'm like, yeah, look at that. You know We're not we're not friends anymore.
0: (laughs) Why? That's a fun little quote.
1: I'm just giving you shit.
0: Yeah, I know. But no, no, it it was a it was a fun line. He did a lot of fun lines for us in this movie. All right. No, he
1: did some fun lines for you in this movie because you were gonna (laughs) get that tattooed on you.
0: I actually I was completely lying about that, by the way, if you know me. I would never get that tattooed on me. I don't get lines from movies tattooed on me. Sorry. <laughs> I think
1: you're saying it away. don't offend other people that might have though, because my some of our listeners might have. So I would I'm say
0: saying I don't, don't get one. tattoos from movies tattooed on me. That's me. It's only me.
1: Okay, just making sure <laughs> you kind of said it in like a little bit of disgust. I think. Oh, you said
0: of... a lot of things and a little bit of disgust.
1: Yeah, but everyone is like, that's me. Everyone expects that from me.
0: Oh my god!
1: That's that for me.
0: Yeah, you. Need to, all right, I mean, this before I make more jokes, we have to go so understand this movie. No, yeah. <laughs> oh no. All right. So, what's the what's what's great about the ending of at this movie, where most of them are done? Freddie's already a full on zombie. You have the coolest character, who's played by Dan Calfee, and I only have to I remember his real name real life because. He plays Ernie in this movie, but he's also Bernie when we get at Bernies, <laughs> and the dude is awesome in every movie. I'm just gonna say that. Oh my and, god, I
1: totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah, and him and like Freddie's girlfriend, they go up to like the cellar, and they just they, they, like they just stay up there so they can hide. Freddie's about to come up, and, I could smell your brains, Tina, whatever the, girl, the girlfriend's name was. But before all that, the uh, the real boss, who does he call? He calls the number on the can uh, on the the barrels. Which is the United States, like military, or Marines, or whatnot? <laughs> they newly drop a bomb on the exact place where everybody is, where, that is, where this is going on. What happens is, the, it starts raining. When he's asking, you think there's going to be any fires? No, sir. It's about to. Ra- it's raining right now. Okay, what happened in the beginning when they like d- d- incinerate the fucking the, the cadaver and it started raining? That's what happened. Now this is going to happen. How many zombies are going to be left like out there now?
1: Yeah, but obviously, you know, they don't know that
0: yet. They don't know what the fuck they, is going on. Listen, if you have this secret phone in your house and you're like that guy you call when shit gets dirty, you got to know what the chemicals that are in that do in reality in every way. You got to know if you burn that cadaver in a heart and you burn them all the smoke goes up and then rain happens that starts spreading into the ground you got to know that stuff or we're all doomed
1: i i think honestly dude we're just all doomed
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think no matter what we're all fine
0: no but i we are i i, I I'm never going to disagree with it. And I, I think I just want to end the movie by saying at the end of the movie, after all this like, happens, you then go get returned to the resurrection cemetery again. And you hear like the screaming from all the graves. And the last thing you, sh- you see is a really like DIY budgeted, great design group makeup effort. And they have a the like, skeleton come out of the grave. And it's like, ha ha! You know? <laughs>
1: The whole entire thing, like towards the end, was just like comedic relief. It was great, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially I, I
1: when they, especially when they amb- when like they and everything and ambulance keep coming and like that zombie is just like more cops.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. It was it was so greatly. It, I I wouldn't even mind if they ad libbed some of the stuff. Like it, it wasn't in the script. The actors were just like, all right, we'll say this, you know.
1: I, that happens a lot in movies so, so like sometimes people end up ad-libbing and like they don't know how it's going to turn out and then like it ends up being fucking hilarious so
0: and, and that movie was truly like in gold to me it's i consider it a classic um i want to start by rating the film for me from childhood memory to seeing it again today a perfect 10 the movie like is always going to be on my list i have the hoodie for that movie i i literally have the dvd of that movie i have the vhs of that movie i love that movie so much uh makeup we goes such a long way in that, that movie i think that you can respect so much as the uh, inspire makeup artist you are so great what you do and i think in this movie you know this is the only movie i want to tell you if you didn't know this this film was nominated for four Saturn awards for horror film and directing and makeup and the fantasy and horror film awards around the world gave this movie such high praise for the makeup that they did with such a budget.
1: I was about to say they didn't they didn't have like a very big budget either, right?
0: No, the Tarman was pretty much the whole the Tarman zombie was a bulk of their money.
1: Yeah, it's just like in Halloween when they used the Panavision camera. No one had ever used it yet before and they were trying it for the first time and a bulk of their budget went to that. But yeah. The,
0: see you you know your facts i know my facts i think when our listeners hear us i hope they know if they don't know these facts
1: or they can just keep listening to us and then they'll feel fine about it
0: (laughs) so what's your score for the movie
1: uh i would say 9.5 all right about it was every like most of about it was cool but it's probably just the dumbass decisions that probably why i like took it down like half a point <laughs> just some of the dumb decisions it was like kind of like a little frustrating at some parts
0: no that's like, good
1: movie it's like when we're watching certain movies and like things are just so obvious but like it's just not happening and you just want to like punch your TV or like punch whoever's being dumb in the movie that's why it's just like that half one is taken off other than that everything else about the movie was great
0: (laughs) so would you compare it to like watching the Johnny Depp trial and seeing Amber Heard like talk
1: don't watch it
0: because it's fucking stupid exactly I wish you did this so you could say what you wanted to say about it if you did. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'll say plenty about it real quick in a nutshell right now. It's a fucking circus, and it's fucking stupid. That's it. In a nutshell.
0: Applaud that. And I think many should. I just want to give some cool information, too, that I was shocked to shit about. Like, the fact that that it wasn't just like Roger Ebert. At this time, this movie, in the 85 decade of horror films, this movie got like... Really great reviews on these TV review movie shows. They got good reviews from newspapers. Not a lot of horror movies. I mean, maybe five percent of horror movies in the 85 era got that kind of reception from real movie reviewers and websites. I mean, and radio shows and TV shows. That was really impressive that they made a movie that actually people respected.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like that was a time period where they were really starting to push the envelope to have things like that, too, though. So it doesn't actually completely surprise me that they were starting, that they got a lot of praise from different people and different companies and stuff like that, because like you said earlier, it was like a newer concept of how things are. So it does not shock me that it was kind of like an icebreaker type if you will I use the new concept of a zombie movie because up until then most of the time I mean there wasn't really anything else out there to like sit there and have it be interesting enough to talk about even like Dawn of the Dead was don't get me wrong it was fucking great but when it came to like the makeup and effects obviously like it was an older movie it was like very early on tom savini so like it was great but i would say i can understand why this movie got more praise because of like more of the detail and how they were able to be creative and make it look like really fucked up
0: yeah i i love that because you're right that's true at that time and always in that time they had they still continue with some respect and legacy issues which is great to me. Like, uh, another line that I always stuck with me in the beginning when he was like messing with Freddie and when Freddie's asking about these things, they're like, These things don't leak. Hell no. They're made by the US Army or whatnot, uh, he said. And I'm like, You know, he did the, the uh, something. They're like the best engineers in the world. I'm like, Yeah, all right. I love how they're sticking to like, shit's gonna end because the army the military the government's gonna fuck with something and we're all gonna be fucked for it you know
1: well look where we are now yeah
0: He uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> sounds so not the person that wants to do the hoorah on a microphone at like a sports rally or anything no. like that oh no Like <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> that <laughs> Well, I wouldn't be at any of these rallies or events either, so don't worry about that. But no, I'm
1: going, I'm going to a ball game next week, so.
0: Oh, good for yeah, you. Fun.
1: But, yeah,
0: no, that's a, that's one of those things where I'd rather have, like, teeth surgery than do.
1: No, I like baseball.
0: Uh, I don't like live sports events unless it's UFC or, like, MMA or something.
1: Fucking lame. Anyway
0: anyway so okay i go going to wear sponsors okay
1: all right so yes, Abby, hi.
0: all right so sponsor two for the week is pray press clothing a clothing brand designed for inspiring collaborations with artists alike providing to all with the message the end is near this week i want you all to check out the awesome design motive unknown hoodie that's surely being worn i'm seeing i'm looking on their instagram i'm seeing my boy nick wearing it who runs the company there's so many band members wearing it on tours right now, so I think you'll love it as well. It's such a good fitting hoodie as I have, and you can use the promo code, capital T H S Chop Shop for a very reserve, very deserved horror fan discount. Follow you them on Instagram. Talking? Hmm. Did
1: so you have in trouble talking?
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Sorry.
1: Talk about it.
0: Yeah. No. Sorry about that. Yeah. But use their promo code. Thank you. But yeah. Again, use their promo code capital T H S Chop Shop. And follow them on Instagram at PrayPress Clothing, where you can get to their website and everything else. And another good sponsor that makes great clothing, Blood Witch Unlimited, a well thought-out company focused on providing all clothing and accessories that are focusing on all things dark. This week I like to mention the kick-ass son of man, a super comfy t-shirt. Which is an ode to the infamous and legendary Frankenstein monster again, a classic monster that has been around since 1818, beginning with the great, amazing, iconic writer Mary Shelley. Remember, no saviors, look within. Shop them now, bloodwitchunlimited.com. Oh,
1: like doomsday prep or something, like stopping depressing sounding.
0: When I, gotta talk, I gotta talk about my sponsors the way they, they sound, you know? <laughs>
1: I'm sure they don't want to sound like the fucking end is near.
0: God. Uh, <laughs> well no, remember no saviors look within, with look within and yes the end might be near as you i know saw.
1: do not enable the process that's happening don't like keep
0: <laughs> well i'm sorry about evil press here but again for blood witch unlimited please follow our great friends of blood witch unlimited on instagram at blood witch unlimited and go to the website www.bloodwitchunlimited.com oh
1: i'm so proud of you
0: Oh, thank you. Um, now, I want to ask you, Evil Press. This is a time we're going to ask like cool things like, all right, what are you most excited to watch that's new and upcoming on TV, on apps this weekend?
1: You already asked me
0: that. Now, this we week? Already... Uh, yeah, yeah, but come on. Talk about it. You know people want to hear us talk about it. Come on.
1: Ozark. I, part two. I, I'm
0: so scared to see how Ozark is going to end, to be honest. I'm hoping I'm not going to be disappointed.
1: I, I think they're going to kill Ruth. I think Ruth is next to get taken down. I
0: truly think Ruth needs to be taken down. I, just for the no, show. No, why would you say No, because the show. Oh, because No, the show, the way her, the way she's going, it's either going to be Marty or Ruth or both that get taken down at the end. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but she's not being irrational. She got, her fucking cousin got his head blown yeah, off.
0: Yeah, but she's playing with forces she she can't deal with, like cartels and I whatnot.
1: Like, she should have listened a long time ago because she was pre-warned,
0: so. Yeah. She,
1: <laughs> she was definitely pre-warned along with her, along with, uh... Her fucking cousin, and they decided not to listen. So that's why I'm saying I'm pretty sure she's probably gonna be the next to get off.
0: Uh, but I, I I gotta truly be honest, with you. I don't think Marty is gonna end up living at the end of this. Uh, uh yeah,
1: I, was, I I don't know. I can't say yes or no on I'm, that. I'm, I'm
0: scared of that because I mean, that. and Jason Bateman in real life, man, he was on that show The Outsider, and he got like killed off in like the first episode. I don't think he's an actor. You know, who's like gonna be weird about being killed off
1: i don't think he really will give a shit.
0: yeah because he produces a lot of good tv and i want i actually want to give you a show i think that it's this had the first two episodes on today on hulu it's called it's called like um it's it's andrew garfield who played spider-man who's been in all these great movies recently and i've seen the trial for months under the banner of heaven which is based on a book based on a real story He plays a Mormon detective in Utah, a Mormon state, as we know. And there's this brutal young mother and a few-month-old child, brutally, like really brutal. And him, he is investigating it. And all you know so far is the Mormon church might not be as godful as they think they are and that it's really
1: I mean, not, great they're acting not with, they're not to begin with anyway in real life so. but
0: the acting in the show is so amazing the directing is so amazing I actually read an interview with Andrew Garfield like, like the other day and he said after he did a lot of movies this year and then and last year as well he's, after he filmed this he's like I might have to take a year off from acting uh, between the project I did this is the last project he did he's like that took a lot out of me emotionally and physically <laughs> I was like whoa
1: he did. He like look like a whiny little bitch the whole time when you were watching it. No, no. He, he looks like whiny a lot. No, like he he looks, betrayed. He looks, like, he looks like fucking. What's his name? Edward from Twilight. Robert Pattinson from like like he looked in Batman. because.
0: Oh, he like- Batman. He just looked like the guy that wasn't a, wasn't invited into the emo club in Brooklyn at the time, you know?
1: No, he just no, he just he literally just looked like that whiny high schooler kid, like, you guys don't understand me.
0: Oh my god.
1: I'm so, <laughs> I'm so I'm so
0: now. Hey, I, I
1: can't, possibly, you you, guys can't
0: yo, Listen, me. you you honestly think that anybody who listens to us knows Robert or our Pat personally? No. So you shouldn't
1: be the whole point is he looks like a whiny little fucking bitch the whole time like he's like that little high school kid that you literally want to like knock around a couple times because he just won't stop being so like emo depressed like i'm gonna sit in my room and light my candles and write in my poetry book you guys just don't understand. I'm going to go get a latte. Like, he <laughs> looks so fucking whiny like that.
0: Oh, my God. That's you're going to have every The Batman fan come after you, like, next week.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not knocking the movie. I'm just knocking Robert Pattinson's, like, whiny-looking performance. And people can fucking hate me for it. I don't give a shit. Uh, listen. I thought that him. And, I thought him and Zoe Kravitz did not look like they had any kind of real fucking love energy at all. I've oh. actually, I've actually flat out said that online to people. I literally have said everything I just said, so it's not a secret, guys. If you think that this is coming out of nowhere, the movie was awesome. His, his like acting, yeah. There's a couple times I, pro- I wanted to like kind of slap him around to be like, snap the fuck out of it, because it's like, I, and I know everyone's gonna be like, well, it was the time period, and it was like the young Bruce Wayne, and he was, you know, just trying to figure his shit out. Okay, that's fine, but. I'm sorry if my opinion is he just looks like a whiny little bitch that I wanted to smack around a couple times. I'm sorry.
0: Don't don't be sorry, because I'm going to join you in the bandwagon here so they can hate us equally. I've been telling people, and I've been hearing this, and I've responded to this, the comments, Arpat was the best Batman ever. Whoa. Whoa. No, 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 stop. No. I, no, no. I have to respond to that if you say that and you comment me in the comment. No. He wasn't... Great movie, love the movie. Like you said, no chemistry at all with Zoë Kravitz who's a great actress and he but he's not he's good, but he's not the best Batman in any of the franchises. Stop that, okay?
1: No, I didn't even think he was that good.
0: That's, no, that's all you're I mean. hearing right now. He's the best Batman of all the franchises on all these like groups and shit. It's so irritating.
1: Yeah, that's why I I don't make a huge deal about it, but if someone says something along those lines, and I happen to be scrolling, like, I'm gonna put my two cents in, and if they wanna, like, Delete my comments or block me. That's fine, but I would hope that they wouldn't block me say I just don't agree with them.
0: No opinions are
1: opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one.
0: Yes, and you know what? Debating is a good part of life. Debates are good.
1: It's when they like. It's when some people start to get like too overly sensitive about like debating because it's almost like you could just tell they want to like force their sh- force feed their shit down your throat and it's like dude we're not gonna agree and that's fine you don't have to fucking agree i never once said that it has to be an agreeance
0: <clears throat> not at all so. and that's what that's what our community is about we can like certain movies we can not like certain movies whatever that's our fucking opinions everybody has one like you said we don't need to agree on every movie or every comment and everything Sometimes we like the horror movie, they hate a horror movie. We like the horror movie, they hate a horror movie. We hated a horror movie, they liked it. Who cares, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it it gets it gets kind of dumb after a bit, but yeah, that's okay though.
0: Because we're real people, and these real people could be found very easily in real life. So evil press, take it away. <laughs>
1: Wait, what? Take it away. Oh, you want me to talk about some random shit here?
0: Okay. No, where they where they can find Evil Pris in the real world. I know,
1: I know. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> with you. Calm down. Simmer down. Simmer down. All right, so you guys can be able to find me under Instagram under Evil Pris, or you can find me on Facebook under Jackie Hunt, or I'm pretty sure if you type in Evil Pris, it could link you to that too. Or you can find my FX page, Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts. And I am always taking bookings for different projects. So hit me up on there. And that has my email address as well as my phone number if you want to contact me for a gig that you would like me to do. And my email is electricsugarpop69 at gmail.com. So either get a hold of me through that or through the Chop Shop. Any one of those forms, I'm around.
0: And also at a Cyber silk concert coming to you like very soon. Something about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me anytime at Zach T H S Chop Shop at Gmail all underscore. Or anytime you want to contact and ask us questions, you can just go on our Instagram. And please follow us, and it's the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Facebook as well. And I'm Zach. The horror, supernatural, Chop Shop, garfinkel on Facebook, so you can contact me there as well.
1: There you go. That's the spirit.
0: That's the spirit.
1: Oh my god, you sound like a whiny little cheerleader. Stop.
0: Oh my god, I'm going to send you Robert Pattinson. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send, you, uh, I'm gonna I'm send you a life-size like Robert Pattinson like doll.
1: A, you sounded like such like a valley girl cheerleader, though it was actually pretty funny.
0: Well, you sound like an abusive housewife, okay? So. <laughs> she did not say no. The saying.
1: They'll never believe you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I swear you 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 have the lifetime movie of the week down no, baby you
1: brought, okay you brought up the johnny depp court trial thing and one of the things she got caught
0: was saying
1: i don't believe you so guys i don't actually mean i'm just quoting and making fun of amber heard so people don't start to think that like don't backlash just so, something i took from fucking court tv okay I'm <laughs> just saying don't take something on prison court TV
0: you cannot use this against my buddy you evil prison court guys leave it be okay? no I
1: said no I'm talking about the fucking trials on court TV so that's why I'm saying do not hold against you but I took from court TV
0: I know but if say some case comes up you can't use this against you evil prison on real court
1: yeah you're like making it worse it's-
0: <laughs> I'm just messing with you. True. <laughs> well, I hope that you have a very pleasantly great weekend. And when this comes out on Monday, I hope that everybody loves our craziness on here. We keep going with just us being us. So lead them out, my great co-host, with the most.
1: Uh, oh, the, the co-host with was... <laughs> well guys you make sure to creep it real make sure to creep it real and make sure to check out the movie return of the living dead hang out with all the punks and that go to graveyards get naked just you know don't reenact like opening weird ass barrels that say us army that's all
0: yeah guys please um if you have some free time if you go to the graveyard and whatnot don't be playing the music and then, like you know, pissing on graves and whatnot, and open up barrels. Anything army, marine related, it's not going to be a good end. And honestly, watch a movie. If you haven't watched a good classic like this, and you're all about the '90s and the 2000 ones, go back to the '80s and watch *The Return of the Living Dead* and stay out of our chop shop because that'll be bad news for you.
1: Exactly. Again, creep it real, guys.
0: Have a good night, all. Have a good night, evil, Chris.
1: Have a good night as well. Bye. Bye.